This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. And on the line, I have the one and only Ryan Knight from Knights of the Squared Circle. How are you, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, a gloomy, what, Thursday afternoon right now? And, yep. But I'm, I'm doing all right. Having a good time. Good. Well, first thing, just want to get the uh, all the socials out before I forget them. Um... Where can you people find Knights of the Squared Circle right here now? So we are all over the place. We are on Facebook at Knights of the Squared Circle, Instagram at Knights of the Squared Circle, Twitter at Knights of the SC because our name's a little bit too long. Uh, we just launched on Spotify. We have our, our first Spotify episode, but it's our 42nd episode, I think, that we've done. So we have a whole backlog that we got to try and figure and sort through. And... Uh, then you can catch us every Sunday at noon live on Coyote 103. So you can go to coyote103.com and we'll be doing our show there every single uh, Sunday. Awesome, man. And actually, I am going to follow you on Spotify right now because um, I don't really go on Spotify that much. Knights of the Squared Circle, podcast, Ryan Knight, follow. There we go. We're good. Because you awesome. got. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, July 12th, broadcast featuring interview with Shiloh. So, guys. Go down, go download that one because I know Shiloh. She's been avoiding doing doing my show for a long time, but you can hear her on Knights of the Squared Circle. I'm kidding, Shiloh. You're great. Shiloh, you're listening to this. Come on and do get me talked. It's a good time. This is oh, my yeah. second appearance now. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, second because eh, it's just fun, man. Just I love. Uh, right now, there's not a lot of wrestling to talk about, but. Chris Jericho getting juiced was awesome. Sorry, uh, did, have have you seen la, uh, last night's show yet? I, I didn't see it. Uh, me and my fiance had a date night last night, which uh, included us playing Luigi's Mansion Three, eating Chinese food, and watching The Sopranos. So, as much as I want to watch AEW, I, I had to take a back seat to it last night. Um, but I did catch up on the highlights. I heard about Jericho getting juiced. It's unfortunate, man. They did him dirty. They did that man dirty. <laughs> you gotta see or you gotta see Ortiz when he got juiced. He outperformed Jericho, and you know how big of a fan I am. You can't see, yeah, you, you can't, yeah, you, 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 you gotta watch the watch the clip. It is awesome. Like he just, <laughs> it actually reminded me a lot of uh, the Mister Perfect, way back, way okay. back when. But that's just me. Once again, I'm old. Older, old, old, older than you by like a decade and a half, I think. About that, yeah. Uh, sorry, I've been uh, reminiscing a lot today, so I'm just feeling old. <laughs> oh, you're back, back in the fields today, are you? Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, wrestling's few and far between. There's Impact, there's AEW, there's WWE of course. Even though they're making their entire roster sick by continuing to do shows in Florida. Like the epidemic of the 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 quarantine life, as I like to call it right now. But with quarantine life, how's it how's the day going, man? I mean, it's not bad. Quarantine for me is kind of finished up now. We uh, I was off work for about three months. My fiance and I both were, and then uh, yeah, I went back about three weeks ago, and you know we got the masks on. It's it's an all right time. I'm not hating it, not loving it, but at the end of the day, what can you do? Because let's be honest, we all need to get paid. Yep. Yep. Well, it's just I love the uh, the mask argument that's going around right now too, where everyone's uh, like, oh, "I don't want to wear a mask." I'm like, nobody wants to wear a mask. Like, let's be real, nobody wants to wear a mask. But no. yeah. Do I swear on this? I can't remember. Am I allowed to yes, swear on this? Yes. Uh, we are 18 plus, and I'm just gonna say one thing off the bat: if I can wear a mask, and I'm highly, highly claustrophobic, you can wear a fucking mask. Like, I'm just plain and plain and simple. These people are like oxygen and this, and doctors are like, "Fuck you! We, I'm doing surgery wearing a mask for 12 hours. 
it's not the and people do not understand the basic science behind it it's i love sharing that one about uh peeing peeing with or and or without pants on it's the same fucking deal and people are like yeah, I, mean, I don't i don't understand the logic behind it and like a lot of people are like oh you're scared i'm like i'm not scared of anything i'm considerate it's one of those where we just do it that'll all end a lot sooner yeah because there's like i'm 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 going to share a, share a little bit about my personal background my mother's asthmatic if she gets this mm-hmm. she will die, most likely die so she's wearing masks staying home and it's like and she's not in her 60s yet she's not super old or or anything people don't understand how this is actually affecting people like my wife has a biology degree very very smart lady she can show me all the stats and explain them to me because I'm dumb as a post. I swear to God, when it when it comes to science, I I love love looking it up, love reading it. But she has to explain like how things like this work, and this COVID thing is mutating at such a fast rate. It's never been seen before, and the only thing we can possibly compare it to is like the bubonic plague in the 1800s and the Spanish flu in the 1900s. And you know what they did? In the 1800s, they wore fucking masks. They wore masks. That's They were called plague masks for a reason to keep the doctors safe. If they knew this 200 years ago, why the fuck are people not doing it now? And because, I don't know. It's, I can't explain mm. it. For me, the most I can do at this point is I'm going to wear my mask. I ain't going to bitch about it. Well, I might even bitch about it. That's the fun part is that you can still complain about wearing a mask, but just fucking do it. Yeah, it's like at work eight eight plus hours. I gotta wear a mask. You do you you do too, and it's yeah. and it's not for me. It's for other people. I see hundreds of people a day, and that's a plain old fact. It's that's it. I don't want to get anybody anybody sick. That's yeah. I uh, it's it's very bizarre to me. But what can you do? We all we can do is do our part and, and hope the best. So. Yep, and I love how uh, 5,000 Americans got turned away from the border because they wanted to come to Canada do, to do shopping. You surprised? God, no, I'm happy the border's actually staying closed. That's just me. <laughs> to all my American... Oh, yeah. I mean, to and to... It's one of those where, uh, you know me, I'm a big advocate for the uh, the Chris Jericho Cruise. By the way, you can join the waiting list for the triple way of me at chrisjerichocruise.com. Cheap plug. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting because I'm supposed to be on that cruise again in February. Yeah. Now, I uh, there's a, a lot of things at stake here that could change everything. Which one of them being they don't open the border, but yet the cruise still sails in February. What yeah. am I gonna do? Right. Which alternatively, I really don't mind, but I'm hoping they push the cruise back. So, Chris, if you're listening, please push the cruise back. <laughs> and Chris, if you are if you are listening, come on, come on, give me, give me, give me, give me, me talks, bud. <laughs> Stuttering and really, if if he would say yes, I would be in complete panic mode and stutter the entire time. <laughs> and he would probably say, "It's okay, Justin. It's okay. I'm just a dude." <laughs> Don't worry, I would I would be in the same boat most likely. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing: you've actually met him though, so. So, my way through that too. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but and the reason I honestly wanted to bring Ryan on the show, guys, is because he's a member of the OIW Podcast Network, which, um, which I'm just gonna say now, I'm gonna do another hard relaunch in September. It's just four kids at home, and I haven't had to, had a lot of time to record, to do episodes, to do this, to do that. Editing time is very, very, very difficult, but keep keep an eye out because Gilmy Talks is going bigger and better in September, and the podcast network is going to be on all platforms then. Just because right now we're at five, we're just under five, 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 five hundred on uh, Facebook, I think right now, and I think. I think you are correct. Let me just see. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Shit. Yeah. Five oh five oh 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 eight. Yep. 
because you see this is how how busy I am. I, I didn't even know we crossed cross five. <sighs> I'm trying to share everything I everything I can on it from scumbags to you to uh, Georgia's show straight talk straight talk wrestling and yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys involved in that. Um, I've had the uh, privilege of being on Scumbag Show on Thursday nights. I do a uh, fantasy warfare tournament that I've uh, jumped in on a couple of times. It is long but fun. You guys should check it out. Um, we did the Greatest Big Men the other night, so I think that's airing tonight. Awesome. Actually. Awesome. So, yeah. Yes, and once again, go go check out Scumbag Show, guys, because it is a lot of fun. And they back up everything I do and every crazy idea I have. When they found out out, uh, out about Ethan's fight, they were screaming from the top of their lungs saying, Hey, go to this show! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, and actually, yeah, speaking of Ethan's fight, I just saw an update from him recently. Yes. Was it you that shared that? Uh, it was me, yes. Actually, it was his yeah. mom, and then I shared it on my all my uh, things. He is going to get a little emotional now because it's very, very close to to me. He's fine, guys. And for somebody who has went through as much as that little boy has, he's okay. And I think we all just need some good news And right now. And with all the doctors and everything else going on. And my friend's kid's fine, guys. And... That is fantastic to say because it was it was fucking scary for a little while, um, and when he couldn't make the show, I was genuinely like he kept apologizing to me about, hey, you're doing this thing and the kids can't can't be there. I'm like, dude, he has fucking chemo. It's okay. Like and just, I'm a big. Like little kids who get sick are the worst thing on the planet because they they're they're innocent and they don't need it, and they're going through enough as is. And to have some good fucking news, man. And oh, it's just gonna be the most fucking overwhelming thing for sure. It's just, I'm I'm genuinely just so happy, like and because Dave's been my my boy since I was fourteen. And I've known him, like, and it wasn't like we separated and we talk like once a week at least. And he's probably one of my best friends on the planet. And when his kid got sick, um, I told Tom and Tom was like, let's do this. But if you're going to do it, we're doing it right. And I think we did. And we raised some funds for him so he could take some time off from work and be with the kids. And that's the best thing I, I could possibly do about it. Like and it what didn't go to a big corp uh, corporate charity or something? No, I put it directly in my friend's hand, which was the nicest thing I could possibly do, and just. No, that is that is fucking amazing, dude. Um, I didn't yeah. realize that, that that part of the story. That's yeah. the first time I'm hearing that. So. Uh, because I don't. Honestly, uh, mad respect to you for that. Um, and again, I can't believe um, that whole story is just incredible to hear that he's come out on top and he's, he's doing a lot better is just one of the greatest things you could hear especially right now in these uh, these ridiculous fucking times and so. the best news is um, and some personal information about Ethan um, he's doing good uh, they're actually holding him back they just wanted to push him through through uh, elementary school so he could but his parents actually fought for him to stay back uh, back a year so he doesn't yeah, he'll be a year older than the kids, but he's going to learn properly. He's not just going to get pushed through and have private tutors. He's not missing a year of his life. They're going back, and he's going to start grade two in September. That's, and yeah, honestly, that's the best way to do that. Yeah, and he's he's a very likable kid. He has lots of friends, and like it just yeah, that's it. He's he's a good a good kid. He went through some shit and now he's fine, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, he's still going to get checks every three to six months to make sure nothing comes back. But these stories normally don't have the happy ending. And because honestly, when I when it first came up, I'm like, all right, 
I'm going to make it so a friend of mine can be have as much time with his kid before something bad happens. And then, good news, it didn't happen. Right. That's it. No, that's, and I, I exactly, just, when you look yeah. at it from that perspective, man, it's, it kind of changes a lot of things, right? Yeah, so. and this honestly changed me as a, as, it changed me fundamentally as a human being. Because mm-hmm. it, like, I was a very selfish guy, I was a very... Um, Justin focused like even in my relationship it's like Catherine has to back 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 me up whatever I say I'm the alpha I'm the leader but now it's just I'm a different guy like and I think that's why you've you've known the new Justin the I'm actually listening more I'm paying better attention to people I'm not I'm not into the, oh, I have a podcast, I got to do this, I got to do that. I'm No, I'm actually using this platform to talk to people and get to know people better now. And I'm... Yeah. Well, like, I was going to say, I, I, I like the new Justin. I don't know the old Justin, but if you don't like him, then fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he was kind of a sarcastic prick uh, who laughed at his own jokes a lot. Oh, wait, that's the same guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> See you right there. Um, but, yeah, it just changed me fundamentally as as a person. And yeah. people people who've known me for years have actually mentioned it. Like, I'm... One thing I've been terrible at, eye contact. But now, I do it because I want to show people I'm actually listening. And did you hear the Shawnee Mo story yet uh, about... The the Ethan the Ethan's fight uh, fight fight show. I don't know. If I've heard that story. No. Okay, I'll I'll wrap it up quick because it's more Tom's story than mine, and Shawnee Mo has been on my mind a lot lately since he uh since he had passed. Of course. And yeah. he was on on the podcast. A, the only reason he did the podcast was because it's me because he fucking hates him. But <laughs> and but the story was um. He wanted to do the show, and he talked to Tom, but the thing is, he didn't want his his connection to it. He didn't want to be the quote-unquote wrestler with brain cancer or anything like that, and he donated his money back to the cause that day, like, and, like, trans and money and whatever he made for the show, he donated it back, and he right. said, and he actually told Tom... You're not telling anybody this because um, would kind of ruin 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 my gimmick if people found out I'm a nice guy. So, but now that he's gone, I can actually tell the the story. Of course, Tom tells it better because he does a great impression of him saying junk, which I cannot do. But no, he was a he was a fantastic guy who. Um, and the first thing he asked when we told him we're doing a show, it's like, can I do a death match? I'm like, no, no, you cannot do a death match on a family friendly wrestling show. Uh, Did you ever see how I met him? Uh, yes, I saw the clip. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that was a fun time. I've only met him once. He was, uh, again, a sweetheart off camera, kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, uh... If if you don't know him well, he can come off a little gruff. Oh no, but he was an awesome guy. Um, I wish I got could have got to know him more, but uh, even yeah. that one memory that I have with him will always stick with me for sure. That was that guy was an intense dude. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen, he got in my face with a barbed wire bat yeah. me against the wall. And I'm going to do the worst thing instead of sending it to you. But there's Sean and my dad. Oh right on. Because uh, he's from my hometown. So when I brought my dad to a Death Proof Fight Club show, so I brought my 60-year-old father to Death Proof, um, and he wanted to know which of the wrestlers, because I mentioned, hey, there's a guy from Welland here, or or St. Kitts. And so he met Sean, Sean, uh, and he was the sweetest guy to my dad. And I'm like... They're talking about this, that, just home hometown stuff, hometown places. And I'm like, hey, can I get a uh, photo? And he's like, if you get a photo, we're doing it my way. I'll be right back. 
So he was on his way out. So he w- goes out, unpacks his crutch from from it, whatever car he's uh, going in, brings his crutch back into the venue, and he's like, "This is what what we're we're going to do." My and my dad my dad's had a uh, well, a couple at that time, so he's like, "Sure, whatever. Okay, we're going to bite this crutch." I'm like, "You bite right here," because he was so cautious because it's barbed wire and like what you do just right here. The, you there's a safe space right here i'll take the the dangerous side oh okay so they bite the same fucking crutch and i love that uh love that photo to this to this day so oh that's awesome man and it's correct me if i'm wrong it wasn't like it was common knowledge that he had cancer was it no um no, it was a show i had no idea um when when then when it came out that uh, he had passed away it was a complete shock to me it um, uh there was the death proof charity show that raised like six grand for a college fund for his daughter but he didn't bring it up i'm asked i i people who knew his response was well i got brain cancer it sucks and then we would move on from the conversation from there well that's what i what i can at least respect is that everybody else seemed to respect his privacy because as somebody who over the last, you know, year and a half, almost two years, was around a lot of the independent shows backstage. Mm-hmm. I, again, I've never heard that. I was at PWO when he worked constantly, and it was that was the first time I'd ever heard it was after he'd passed. So, uh, yeah. yeah, rest in peace to Shawnee Mo. I, I wish I could have gotten to know more, but it sounds like he was one of the most respected dudes on the scene. He was one of those guys that, not to go on a tangent on about him, but he was one of those guys that Tom told me, he was a genuine human being and a genuine listener. And he would stop everything to listen to what you're saying. That's it. Like, he would give you 100% of your attention. And in today's day and age, that's a rare thing. And just... Uh, that's a quality human being right there. Yeah, it is. And Shawnee Mo meeting my mom at Ethan's fight was the greatest thing ever. Because he was all done up in his gear. And my mom's five feet tall five feet tall um so she's not the tallest lady so but uh she she's also from uh from a well from that area and yeah just i wish i would have got a photo because it was just so much so much so much fun just seeing shawnee mo with these gigantic hands just shaking shaking my when my mom said hi hi there hi there mrs mrs uh, gilmet your son did a great thing here, and he he talked me up. I'm just like, and I'm standing there, and I'm just like, holy shit, the biggest badass I've 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 ever met, because he's a legit badass. He was a concrete guy, and he had those big tradesman hands. And oh yeah, he was. Like, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like all tatted up, and just like the nicest, most polite person to my little mom. It was great, and just made sure. And this is the this is the thing. She he asked if she wanted a water, anything. Do you need anything? And my mom, being my mom, no, we're good. We're good. It's a genuine human. But anyway, we went on a little 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 side trip there, guys. Um, but I'm happy to talk him talk him talk talk about him because he's one 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 of the most genuine, humble dudes I've ever met. And yeah, that's it. Awesome, man. Um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to take no, no. too long under that. But I hope it wasn't. <laughs> hey, man, it's 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 a podcast, and oh, we'll put that in the uh, dis description for uh, for uh, people, and I'll edit it up and clean it up a bit because I got a little misty eyed there, and because some sometimes podcasts take uh, serious things, and sometimes they're just fun, right? Well, yeah, you got to talk about the real stuff, right? So, oh yeah, and. Yeah, and right now he would probably call me a call me a little bitch. So works out fine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else has been going on with you, man? Like, with uh, we've been talking about me a little bit earlier, but yeah. what, what have you been up to? I know you've been busy with the kids at home. Oh, uh, quarantine's God. Been a little bit more strain straining, I guess, on your your podcast. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I've dropped down to bi bi weekly. Because I'm, I, I, I don't have time. That's it. The kids are always around. Today I got them out of the house for a little bit. Thank God for my lovely wife, um, because she, in her exact words, are 
you're starting to be cranky. <laughs> <laughs> because I love, I absolutely love, love doing the podcast, sitting down, talk, talk, talking to you with people. I have been working full time the entire thing. Uh, upgraded the gear. I got a new Blue Yeti mic because I saw yours and I got really jealous. Um, <laughs> and once I saw it in use, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting one, one of those fucking things. And I got some new editing head headphones. Let's see if I can reach them. There we go. The new actually spent some, some a little bit of money on them. I don't. Uh, Sony. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. No, they're really good. Um, I got them on sale for forty bucks, or originally like oh, eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were almost a. They're priced at like eighty to a hundred bucks. Where I was looking, found them for forty, and I'm like, hey, they're white, but they work. <laughs> no doubt. Me 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 ma mu ma. Yeah. See, guys, I can do the podcasting thing, but you know what? I cannot hold a note at all but here's the other thing diana's music studio located in st thomas ontario right beside london guys is taking new students right now they offer lessons in vocals piano music theory and all levels are welcome from beginner to advanced or even people like me who have no idea what what they're doing diana's music studio aims to help students to achieve their music goals and passions and to help build confidence in performing Please refer to their Facebook page to inquire pricing and availability. And also, she's a great uh, person. Go check her out, guys. But yeah, just uh, doing work. Um, been learning a lot at work about what I'm actually doing. I'm not just the trainee anymore. I'm actually getting involved in doing more of the tire stuff and more of the actual hands-on, hands, hands-on stuff, which is great because that's why, why, why I'm there. But people don't understand uh, one thing about my job. I put tires tires on cars and rims and stuff. People are like, oh, they're just grease monkeys. No, if I fuck up, someone can die. So. Yeah, like I said, for me, I don't know a damn thing about cars. It's yeah. Um, it's not an easy fucking job. Oh, no. Like, you put me in there, like, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't have a damn clue what I was doing. And they knew when I went there, I have a restaurant background, I know nothing about cars, but they've taught, since I fit in well, uh, personality-wise, that's why they wanted to keep me, and they're like, we'll, we'll teach you ev- everything. And it's been a slow process. Like I can do oil changes on any vehicle. I can I can do most tires now. Uh, the run flats are a bitch because you gotta break break. You gotta break the bead individually. You can't use the uh, the breaker machine. So basically, you have this metal bar that's about 18 inches that you gotta stick into the rim and physically move the tire the entire way. And it just takes for 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 forever to do because. If we were to use the machine, the tire would would get shredded and or the rim would get damaged and yeah, that's it. I know. Well, like, like <laughs> you said, either way, somebody could fucking die. <laughs> yeah, so we have like uh, the shop I work in. We have a uh, ten point ten point check system, where most places only have three. So, right. So we we all take it seriously. We have fun, but yeah, and doing oil changes. Sure. I hate Fords. Never buy a fucking Ford. Oh, yeah, those I've things. Told that quite a bit in my life. And I'm not even saying about driving them, just doing an oil change because they put the filter way in the middle of the engine. So oil leaks all oh, so over for everything. You, it's just a thing that you fucking can't stand. Just because, because, no, because to do in it, my arm has to go this far into a hot engine to get the filter out. So, oh, for for the audio guys, I pointed past my uh, my elbow. You got to put your arm literally inside the engine, which every other vehicle they don't do that. Let's go, yeah, because engineers uh, in other places listen to what the the engineers listen to what mechanics say. But Ford is Ford. That's it. It's it's not air changing. So basically, I work, uh, hang out with the kids. Uh, I just got ticket to ride for Father's Day, uh, the board game. We're going to be playing that that later 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 today because uh, board games are becoming more popular in in the in the house because we're all tired of being on electronics all the time. No doubt, and I 
I've heard good things about Ticket to the Ride too. Uh, did you just get the main game, or did you get any of the expansions with it? Um, I just got the main because um, yeah, that's it. I just got the main, uh, and there's six of us, yeah. so we can we can play. Nice. Yeah. Also, another one we've been doing a lot, uh, Villainous. Okay. Which is a Disney-based game. I've never heard of that. I'm just going to be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. No, no. I have no, idea no it's, um, it's every character, it's a different game. So it comes like okay. six six different different characters. And for every character to win, it's different. And they're the Disney villains. And they have to beat their particular good guy, depending on what the character and the movie is. And then there's all these okay. expansion packs. And then they're going to do a Marvel and Star Wars villainous, and you can play. So you can play like Darth Vader versus Maleficent. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's becoming a first time playing. You got to play with the instructions to get get kind of the game down. But yeah, nice. that's it. I know for me, I've been playing a little bit of. Uh, I don't know if you played Munchkin before. Yep. Yeah. My friends got the uh, the Marvel Avengers Munchkin version, so that's oh, yeah. been a lot of fun. And then me and the fiance are just playing the Nintendo Switch like crazy now, man. Oh, the Switch is great, man. I love it. It's, it's one of the best systems. <laughs> like I got um, right now. We have PS3. We got the Xbox One. We got the Wii downstairs. We got uh, going to get the Retron, the Retron Five, so I can sell some. Right. Uh, going to get that one and sell some of my systems, just because. Okay. If I can get that, why would I need all my systems? And because make they a little. Value. Yeah, because I'm just like I can flip them and make money to buy the Retron Five, like my Super Nintendo, my Nintendo, my Sega, which I never have hooked up. They literally just sit there. Unless we. Uh, well, um, talk to me about that. I might be interested. <laughs> Uh, oh, DM you later. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> because I know you are a video game video game aficionado. And, uh, and I'm right now missing all three systems you just mentioned. Well, no, I think I've got a, Gen- no, I've got a Genesis, but I, I don't have a Super Nintendo anymore. I sold mine like years ago to uh, I know another friend of mine who really wanted one. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I think I've got an NES that's broken, so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I even got um, what is the one with the cards instead of cartridges? Uh, Turbo Turbo Graphics. I I got oh, yeah the Turbo Graphics sixteen. Yeah. You are set up. <laughs> I'm an '80s kid. This is what what I had back then, and now my son's playing Final Fantasy, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It looks like a well, a, well, a movie. Oh, I'm just playing. Uh, are you actually playing that? Yeah. So he was explaining to me, I think it's a Final Fantasy Lightning Strikes or something like that. Oh my god, what do you got there? Did I ever show you this? Ooh. Ryan Knight in Knights of the... No, you have not. Retro Pie. So this is something that got made for me. It's a Retro Pie. So basically it's preloaded with like a thousand old school retro games. Everything from the Atari to... Like you name it, it's all on here. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, that is the reason why. Like, even though I've got that, I still need to collect the, the actual consoles. I'm oh, yeah. still a sucker for having the, the consoles. And oh yeah, because oh, have have you ever been to the uh, video game museum in t- Toronto? No, I didn't know there was a video game museum museum in Toronto. You should go. It has. It's like um, I'm talking. It's not like the ROM. Where everything's fancy, but everything's under glass and everything's there. They're just, and they sell a lot of old video games and that kind of stuff. I'll find the link and uh, send it, send it, send it to you, because they have yeah, a copy. They have a copy there of the predecessor of Nintendo, straight from Japan, and the way this thing looks in hand is amazing. And you can see why Nintendo went from that to the gray box, because they went. Uh, the design reminds you of a Retcon 5. It looks like the same. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like it's uh, gray and white, but it looks like the same kind of flat, and you just stick the uh, cartridge in. And But the problem with it was uh, if dust got, got, got into the previous system, 
that's why Nintendo had the little flap at the uh, at the at the front to keep uh, dust out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Send me that link. I'll definitely check that out. Oh yeah. And if you guys, I'll put that in the uh, <laughs> put. I'll put the link in the show notes so I don't get messages from people going, "Oh, can you message me that show?" Because I guess <laughs> I guess free free advertising for a shop that's like three hundred kilometers away. So yeah. Wait. There you go. <laughs> oh God. Here I am just giving away advertising on your show. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no worries, man. Because uh, a lot of my advertisers are just friends, and that's it. Yeah. Because. Yeah, uh, I like helping out my friends. Like, um, solid would support support your own, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, well, exactly, because if you can't support your own, who's 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 uh, who's going to right? Just like um, I have no connection to this business in any way, shape, or form, but I've been hitting up Boxcar Donuts in London like once a week. As you notice, the second chin is coming in very, very full right now. But ah, <laughs> 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 uh, quarantine life—I put on so much fucking weight, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's the quarantine fifteen. I've, I've been told. Yep. Or 30, I don't know, but <laughs> oh, they have like these uh, these amazing donuts. And if it wasn't for the quarantine life happening, I wouldn't have never known this place place there. Or um, a buddy of mine's actually running the fine, what is it? Uh, doing fine kitchens that's attached to the Dundas Brewing, Brewing, uh, Dundas and Sons Brewing. And okay. these guys have some amazing food and amazing beer. Like just because uh, I'm looking out of the normal, like they had a lemon sand, lemons, lemon sandy, which tastes like lemonade. It's a brewed beer that's alcoholic that tastes like lemonade. It's amazing. I'm absolutely loving it right here now. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I I have not had anything outside of skip the dishes. That has been my go-to. Skip the dishes for. Um, Krabby Joe's, I've been eating their Penny Rustica. Shout out to Krabby's as well, because holy crap, their Penny Rustica, if you haven't had it, is one of the best things I've, I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah. No, it's, um, and my buddy's kitchen is doing, uh, tacos and poutines with beer. How, how, how much, how, how much better of a restaurant could Where you get? It's, uh, London? yeah, it's in London, 400 Adelaide Street. Uh, next time you're in London, we are definitely going. Uh, they are yeah, in. I was gonna say you sold me already. No, it's and I I did a Gilmy Talks live when he set up a stand in front of uh, Cowboys just to sell food, and the place was packed. It was great. He had it all roped off, doing everything right. All the tables socially distanced, uh, six feet apart from each other. But the food was amazing, and I'm learning about all these local places now because I'm actually. I'm actually looking for something different, like Cordoba. Uh, 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 they have three locations in London, but that's it. Nowhere else. It's only in London, which is has turned into one of my favorite, my favorite Mexican places. Oh, okay, we're checking that out too. Yep. Let's uh, just do like a Nightmare Squared Circle, Gilmy Talks, you know, combined episode where we just go on uh, and turn all the different restaurants. And you know, if we're doing this. Sean, Sean is so coming. <laughs> we will, we will definitely, we'll definitely make it a, we'll, we'll a three four with uh, scumbags because he also, he also likes his, likes it, likes his food. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure. And twisting his arm. Who doesn't like his food? Or who doesn't like food? In yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, uh, I got a couple friends who just have the mindset that food is fuel, right? So, or me working in restaurants for twenty years, I can't do. Taco Bell when I know there's Cordoba like that kind of thing like I I that, but that's so I just me Taco Bell, but I haven't had Cordoba, so. well I worked at Taco Bell for five years in my teens and early 20s so yeah I learned a lot from that don't rest, you dare restaurant. tell me anything <laughs> I ain't telling you shit no all the food's great great A everybody talking shit about Taco Bell though they're actually if you do your research, they are the healthiest fast food place. Oh, perfect. Well, that just they are. 
And people don't believe me when I say it. And I'm like, okay, get the packages out. Actually look at the shit. Taco Bell is the healthiest fast food place versus Wendy's, McDonald's, any of these places. Because you can go in and order a salad and their chicken is not spiced. Their stuff is not like super uh, salted. They're, yeah. People bad mouth it for, because when you think Taco Bell, you think Chilito. And yeah. And yeah, that's not good for you, but there's other options. <sighs> and I haven't had a crunch wrap in a long time. <laughs> Man, for me, it was the Doritos tacos. Oh, yeah. Oh, those. Those Doritos tacos were so addicting. Yep. And I worked there when uh, the ch- Chihuahua dog was still the uh, the mascot until they, yeah. until they changed it. And the story is... Um, they didn't want to pay the Chihuahua dog money. They didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't. The owner asked for a million dollars or something, something like that. They said, "No, we don't need you," and their business went right down after that. So, uh, yeah, mistakes were really learned. Like they had Star Wars shit, man. Egg like back. Yeah. Taco Bell back in the day. I remember those commercials were amazing. Yeah. And I can't believe they cheaped out on that. Like, that dog was the perfect mascot. And it was basically their Ronald McDonald. And they didn't want to to sign the money because they think they could do better without him. Yeah. Like, when I say that dog was the perfect mascot, like, I just remember growing up, I knew when I saw that dog, I was like, oh, Taco Bell. Like, like you said, it was an established, like, character within that uh, mascot universe. Yeah, it's... Like, and when we got those little stuffies in, those things sold out by the box that day. People were coming in just for the toy. They weren't ordering food. They were getting, oh, can I get four dogs? Um, do you want the kids meals? Sure. No, you can charge me for the kids meals. I don't want the food. I just want the stuffed dogs. Okay. That's insane. Yeah. People love that stupid. They made a bunch of money off the dog, but never paid it. Yeah, exactly. Because they uh, paid them the initial fee and then that, that was that. Yeah, but interesting now, little piece of tidbit that I never knew that. Oh yeah, see, I'm full of useless facts. It's great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Wrestling is kind of uh, our thing we talk to about, but nothing, not not a lot's going on. I don't really watch the I'm watch the Fed. I'm not gonna lie. As somebody who hosts a weekly wrestling radio show, I have been keeping up with the highlights. I try to watch Raw, but I end up falling asleep every damn time. Every damn time. Oh, yeah, because it's too long. Three hours is, unless it's a pay-per-view where you're looking forward to it, three hours is too long for a weekly show. Yeah, and I just, like I said, with the uh, the empty arena stuff, it's, like, I'm glad they've got some sort of fan base. That, well, not fans, but you know what I'm saying. Like they have talent or whatever working there. Yep. Um, it's not doing it for me right now um i'm looking forward like the don't get me wrong the pay-per-views have been great aew's been mm-hmm. very good um impact's got anniversary this saturday which i'm looking forward to but uh yeah yeah I'm... wrestling's been it's a hard time right now at least we have wrestling to keep us busy and occupied but at the same time i haven't been uh been watching as much as i should be it's um watching without a crowd is so hard it's mm-hmm. it's hard to get. I'm, I'm so glad they put the fans in, or like the the wrestlers in there at least for now because yeah, like you're I when they had no one there I couldn't I couldn't do it. And the wrestlers who have been training for this for years and years and years and working a WWE style, working a crowd that's not there, and it's not their fault because they were probably told by the producers to do the same exact thing. It was it just didn't it didn't work. No. WrestleMania was, was very good, but very hard to watch at the same time. Oh, yeah. Because WrestleMania is one of those things that... But, oh, I want to actually get your opinion on the cinematic matches. Like the Funhouse and bone, the, the, fun the Boneyard. The Funhouse was bizarre. I, uh, uh, as you know, because it's legal here in Canada, I do uh, like to smoke my weed. But that match had me thinking, like, okay, maybe I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because... Uh, um, I was very confused. I was wholeheartedly confused watching that match. Um, but I, I didn't hate it. It was it was good. It was different. 
Um, there's a lot of controversy around it, which I always enjoy controversy. Oh, yeah. Um, like the good kind of controversy. Yep. Because controversy <laughs> also, as wrestling podcasters, controversy gives us something to have a talkie about. Exactly. And then uh, the other matches were, like the, the Money in the Bank matches were, weren't bad. Or the one Money in the Bank match, I should say, because they had them both running at the same time. Yeah, that was weird. I yeah. I was not a fan of the two at the same time. Like, I have nothing against intergender wrestling. I'm actually a huge, huge fan of it. Lufisto is one of my favorite wrestlers of all of all time. Lover, please do do the show. Um, she's like my. Yeah, you're just <laughs> she hasn't done your show yet. No, she is That's my. That's she hasn't done your show. It's um. She is my dream guest, so I haven't pushed as hard as I wanted. I, I have met her a few times, and wonderful lady. Love everything she's done. And George got her before me, and I was so jealous. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't reach out now. Ah, And I'm just like, oh, I know I can, but just uh, no time, right? And, you got 100 episodes under your belt now, buddy. Oh, I know. Which is crazy, crazy to say, but um, yeah, that is uh, my, I'm going through my old notes, and I actually found this today. I broke out the old books. Intro to episode 10, saying thank you for listening to me for 10. Yeah, just a little better? Uh, I can kind of see it. I see the number 200. <laughs> oh, when I broke 200 downloads. I think I've done. Oh, yeah, here, here, just do, do, do. I never actually use this, but I'm gonna send it. Uh, going to send it to you because I totally just went off, went off the cuff, and I got a good idea. Good idea, guest. I was going to do my episode ten, just me rambling, and so I, 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 I wrote it all out, and then I'm like, no, I'm gonna get a guest because that's um to me that seems better. Because I've never done an episode of just me talking. Yeah. Because that terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, man. Like I've done it a couple of times on the show when I haven't had a, an interview lined up, but uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's not fun. I know. It's um more of the flow and the interaction. I I absolutely love. Just like this one. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like. This one, uh, sometimes you just have a back and forth with somebody that you well, you know, you like, um, and I haven't made fun of your hair yet, so I have to do I that. I know, I've been hiding it under a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and our flow might be slightly interrupted just because we are doing this over uh, the, uh, the power of the internet, which oh, yeah. can't always be trusted. <laughs> uh, so. I know, uh, trust me, I know. Um, what, what was the worst one? Um... When I had crazy Christopher Clarence on the show, and both of our Wi-Fi's on all of our equipment worked well, Skype didn't didn't work. Uh, Facebook Messenger didn't look. We both downloaded Zoom and tried that. So I'm just like, okay, just call me on your cell phone. I'll stick you by the mic. We'll get <laughs> we will get this done. I will clean it up. I'll clean it up in post because my editing my editing skills have gotten a lot better. Um, I heard the uh, listened to my first episode a while a while back, and I more I I can hear the more confident now. I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I still don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, you fake it very well. So. Oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened last time? I forgot my book. And I didn't do a proper Gilmy Talks ten uh, with you, so I just kind of do it, did it on the uh, on the fly, and that's something I really, really wanted, really wanted to do with you because it'll be fun. And yeah, I'm down for it. Let's do it. The Gilmy Top ten. Yep. So uh, first one, let's see, author or editor? Editor. Editor. No, no, author, author. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because we're both. <laughs> yeah. I was like, realistically, like I do both. I can't, I can't pick on that. I do a lot more editing, I think, but. Uh, because I tell people, oh, how long does it take you to edit? From what you record, times three. 
that's pretty much my my go-to is it the same for for you like you record 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 an hour three hours to edit uh, thankfully, I don't go through as grueling of an editing process, but it's mm. it is quite long at the same time. Um, my show is about an hour long, but I have to do divide it up into thirteen minute segments or just under thirteen minutes because we do about two minutes or so of commercials every. It's a whole whole setup we've got over there. Um, oh yeah. So because of that, I have to kind of edit around that. Um, but thankfully, like like we're a PG show, so it's easy for me to to just kind of go through that as long as I don't swear that's all I have to take out I do a little bit with uh, my levels and, and trying to normalize my audio and then hmm. I export to mp3 and we're done that noise reduction feature is wonderful though mm-hmm. that one I one of my which, uh, are favorites you still on, which, I can't remember which program are you using it for your editing? Um, I, right now I'm using Audacity okay so we're still yeah we're both using Audacity then. yeah, yeah. I think every podcaster uses Audacity. If somebody doesn't, there's something wrong. Like uh, yeah. people are like, "Oh yeah, use the Mac in GarageBand." I'm like, "No." Do no. it has lots of extra features and all the bells and whistles, but I'm like, "No, now nah, we're good." <laughs> uh, Coke. Uh, this one, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. As you're drinking it now. <laughs> I'm actually funny enough. I'm drinking Diet Pepsi, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so a quick funny story about that is the uh, we have nothing left in the house, and that's my fiance's Diet Pepsi that when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, we have nothing left to drink. I got to go grocery shopping today. So like, well, I'm just going to take a sip out of her drink, and that was enough for her to be like, okay, that's yours now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird how you can share so much things, but just – Little things you still can't, like. So can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, somebody eats something off of my plate, I'm done. That's it. Just somebody touches my my food. I think it's uh, working twenty years in restaurants. Um, anyone yeah, touch? You just, you, that happens, and you're like, hey, this this is it's like so the whole plate at that point. Oh yeah, I'm done. Somebody touches my food, I can't. I cannot eat it. That's crazy. So if it's not crazy, but like that's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. But so if you if you do that on our our restaurant tour now that now that you know, I will punch you. If you see me just ordering like a beer and an appetizer, <laughs> hey no, you go crazy, Justin. You go crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I'll just start poking away. No, I'm kidding. You know I wouldn't do that. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Well, the well, the whole thing we we just kind of like to uh, have fun. <laughs> oh, there's I saw the hair for hat for one I second. Like <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, slippers or barefoot? Slippers, but I don't have them right now. I don't own slippers, so it's that's my feet are very unhappy. <laughs> I love I've got unhappy feet. I love well, I love slippers. It's like the least manly thing that you can say, but oh, I just there, yeah, slippers are the fucking best thing, man. Oh yeah, because it's just so soft and cushy, and yeah. All right, apples or bananas? Uh, uh apples. Apples. All right. Uh, burger or hot dog? Burgers. Pants. But or... that's a tough one too. I like. I love both of those. You know what? Oh yeah, like here's the thing. When I'm doing 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 a barbecue, uh, on my old one, I had a I had a side burner, so I would always have some uh, chili, chili going, just in case you want a chili dog or throw some chili on a, a burger. I think chili goes well with with anything, whether it's fries, salad, anything. It does. When we're done this interview, I'm gonna be eating like crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, because as you know, I like food. I like talking about it. Uh, this is one I love asking asking wrestlers because they're always like, "What the fuck?" Uh, roses or daisies? Roses. I don't even know what the fuck a daisy is. I couldn't picture it. Like I do, but I couldn't picture a daisy. Uh, daisy's the little one uh, you see growing in the wild. It's a yellow center with the white things. Kids pull the leaves okay. off. Going. So, yeah, I could, you're right. I could picture it. Then never yeah. mind. I don't know. Yeah. Pants or shorts? 
pants. Comic comic books or movies? Movies. Poker or chess? Poker. I'm terrible at chess. I used to know how to play it. I've tried to since, and I'm just like, it's easy, but I'm fucking terrible at it. Oh yeah, it's uh, I'm good at chess. Who people with people who don't know how to play chess. Once I play someone who pl- know, knows how what they're doing, I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah, you you can beat me no problem. But then all of a sudden you got like a twelve year old who's in chess club that's just kicking your ass. Oh yeah, because I know I I know a couple strategies and stuff, but they're all basic. And if somebody doesn't know what they're doing, you're gonna lose. Yeah, but. Uh-huh. If you know what you're doing, you're seeing them come like a hundred miles away, and you're like, "I'm just gonna block this and block this." And yeah. <laughs> right, and I think uh, last one. Let's not go off the list for uh, for it uh, for this one. Let's make this one person's person specific. Your dream two interviews are standing one to the left of you, one to the right. You forget your your equipment. You only have your phone. Do you still do it? Because I'm always, uh, when I come up at people with a phone, I'm always put off a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. Here's, here's why. It's, you've got to have a program called StreamYard. Yep. If you get StreamYard, you can mobile broadcast off your phone. So for that reason, I have no issue walking up being like, yeah, check out what I can do quickly. Hmm. And just like the effects I can do off my phone are like, okay, I'm sure it's enough to sell an interview with uh, my two dream guests should they be standing one to the left and one to the right of me I gotta ask who would your dream guest be I know which one I know one of them who would be you the know one of them. who would yeah. be the who would be the second because Chris Jericho so, is everyone's every wrestling podcaster's dream guest because he doesn't do podcasts really besides his own yeah no Jericho definitely um my second dream guest would probably be that's that's a tough one. I've never actually thought about who the second dream guest would be because I want to have everybody on. Oh yeah, of course. But the one that will actually make you nervous because some 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 guests you get nervous about and some you don't for different many different uh, reasons. But I wouldn't necessarily get nervous I think with Jerry. Well, I might. It'd be it'd be a nerve-wracking experience I think, but um, maybe uh, Vince, Vince McMahon. That'd be, yeah, definitely Vince. Wow. You know who I would? I think one of my dream guests. Like I have, like Lufisto's one, Jericho's one. Mm-hmm. The one that I would, because you know I interview other people besides wrestlers and Gilmy Talks is wrestling heavy, but I do other things yeah. as well. One thing is. I want to interview Nicolas Cage. Okay. Just because he is, he seems like he would be a great interview and a terrible one. It all depends on the day. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know too much about Nicolas Cage. I've seen some of his movies. I know he's both loved and hated. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's one of those characters on the internet that is not. Uh, Let's just say he's on the internet, so that's enough said about that. Oh yeah, because he's um, and <laughs> I just want to talk to his agent and say, okay, how can, how is he in blockbuster movies and indie horror films at the same time? Does he just say yes <laughs> yes to every acting gig? I just want that question I mean, answered. It works for him. Yeah, it does because he can go in the indie horror movies or thrillers. He goes off the rails. And then you have National Treasure. Like, yeah. it's just, like, he can do the acting thing, and he can do the crazy thing. It's like he has that perfect balance. And I I think I can ask him a thousand questions. And every... Well, Nicholas Cage, if you're listening to this, come and join the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know he listens to uh, Ontario Indie Wrestling Pod- Podcasts. And, yeah. You never know, man. You never know. That's the thing. You never know because I've had some people uh, reach out. And I've actually had people reach out and I've had great interviews because of that. Uh, like, I don't know if my audio... Yeah, just kind of got to wrap up the wrap up the show now. 
So guys, once again, thank you for for coming back on, Ryan. Always, a, always, always fun. We got to make this a semi regular thing because. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, it was always a fun time coming back, and hell, man, I'm available. I mean, it's it's crazy right now because you know I've got that wedding coming up. But, yep. Uh, oh, I know. Always, man, send me a message. I'm down to chat anytime as long as uh, I'm not chatting with other people. Oh yeah. Come on to the scumbag show with me sometime too. We should do that. The oh. Warfare tournament at the same time. I I want to. I was going to reach out to a Sean, to be perfectly honest with you, but um, I, right now, time is kind of crunched. That's it. Understandable. 